Welcome back, everybody, and hopefully you had a Merry Christmas. I'm here today with Jared. How's it going, everybody? And I got Blair today. Hello, everyone. And I'm again your host, Brett. So, hopefully you got a chance to watch that World Juniors over some of your holiday. Um, it's been pretty exciting so far. What do you think, guys? Uh, it's pretty impressive. You know, you don't really see a 14 nothing game in the World Juniors ever. Not I really. I was watching football. Yeah. 14 goals? That's crazy. Like, some of the biggest wins in the last few years have been like what i don't know nine nothing maybe nine one yeah that's like you don't really get over 10 goals very rare that's usually how these tournaments start off with you know an easier opponent for all the exactly i'd say more favored it's usually teams how in the it tournament. goes yeah poor denmark though lost four nothing today as well yeah she's like so they're <laughs> minus 18 in their, goals. <laughs> well, their whole goal, too, is just to, like, not get relegated. Oh, exactly. For quite a few of these teams, I'm sure yeah. Kazakhstan feels the same way. Yeah, well, they're probably just happy to be there. Exactly. You know? They're like, we waited our time, you know. That's the thing about most of those not-as-powerhouse teams. It's yeah. not like they don't even care. Like, they just want to have a good showing. They want their players to, you know, get some exposure and some development. Yeah. But, yeah. But it should be good. Canada, obviously, they can score. I think they only have one player coming back, right? Comtois? Comtois is the only returning player. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy, too. Yeah. If it, Well, Foreman didn't, didn't get injured, which is unfortunate. But obviously, yeah. <laughs> with 14 nothing, it's like, whatever. Well, just, <laughs> I really like this tournament, too, because it, like, whenever I first start watching it, I, I don't know who anybody is. Oh, I know, right? And, like... A lot of you... Canada's team has been drafted, but again, like I don't know, like I've heard a few names, but I so a lot of them are unfamiliar to me. So mm -hmm. I like this tournament to get to see like the next wave and like who yeah. does well and how that translates. Exactly, and you always you always see it too. You know, like like this year now, especially with like Point and some yeah. of those players. You know, they're lesser known. You see, you saw them in the World Juniors though, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. They were like, you know, pretty good. Yeah, you know, that, like... the year that point captain, that was not our best year, but no, it's true. There's no, definitely no. like you get to see who could make the NHL or who's going to play a bit in the NHL. Yeah, but there's also players that lead this junior team that make the NHL and then no longer play in the NHL. Oh yeah, yeah, we've seen that with Curtis Lazar, yeah. right? So there's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, but most of the time they work out. Yeah, it's funny if you. Like, look back on some, I know, like, they usually do, you know, some replays and stuff mm -hmm. before the tournament starts. And you see some, like, the older teams. And you're like, okay. So there's, like, you know, like, Shifley and stuff. And then you're like, who the hell is that guy? 
he got like three points in this game yeah <laughs> and he like never played a day in the nhl exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> well so yeah this is kind of the the brightest moment for a lot i mean like a lot of these guys probably won't make the nhl in the oh, whole yeah. tournament right so i wonder like, what the stat is kind of on that like an average yeah but, but it's it's probably like two? even well it's probably like less than like 30 percent of those players even make yeah. the nhl from like all the players in the tournament yeah. not just canada but... oh all the players yeah i can see that yeah. well like some of the teams like canada russia u.s even yeah. might have a little bit higher and there's some there's some interesting players in the tournament this year that i think it'll be cool to kind of get to watch them because you hear a lot of hype mm-hmm. like about like jack hughes right um, but you never really get to watch them play unless you see like yeah. clips on YouTube or something like that. So it'll be cool to watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, Canada has what the 17 year old Alexis Lafreniere, Lafreniere. Right. I'm probably saying that wrong, but he's 2020 draft. That's his draft year is 2020. And he's, you know, the early, you know, consensus number one. So right. it'll be interesting to see how, uh, how he fares in this tournament. I mean, he's 17 years old, so usually it's the 18 and 19 year olds that oh, uh, sure. that do well in the tournament. But Finland's got a player too. Uh, he's ranked behind Hughes. I can't remember his name. It's like Kako Capo or something like that. Like, so it'll be interesting to see how they how they fare. Yep. The pools are kind of interesting too. How they're set up, like. I, I like Canada's pool, our group, I guess they're called, Group A. Mm-hmm. So it's Canada, the Czechs, Switzerland, Russia, and Denmark. Yeah. And then Group B is like, seems tougher. So you have Finland, Sweden, and the US, and then Slovakia and Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that pool is going to be more interesting to see who comes those out of top, there. Yeah, those top three teams. That could come yeah. down to a tiebreaker for sure. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see how the tournament plays out. It's always fun. Uh you know, after Christmas and before New Year's and yeah. the New Year's Eve game is always like super fun. So yeah, exactly. It'd be interesting to see the, the stars of tomorrow today. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm interested to see how Di Pietro is going to hold up. If he can kind of yeah. instill that he's worthy because there's been a lot of, you know, talk about him not performing like he should there's a question mark yeah but again i don't it's like i don't know enough about these players to make any calls but Mm -hmm. we'll see how it plays out apparently he was uh he's their clear-cut number one though from what i've yeah read so far which is yeah what he should been yeah yeah but these guys will soon be in the nhl yeah lots of them will be can shift our focus back to the big time the big time league yeah had their uh little christmas break there now we're back underway tonight with some more gamage yeah like 13 on the skid today so lots to uh dig into yeah for sure so we're about halfway through the season here yeah uh yeah usually new year's is when we're at about halfway yeah most teams have played somewhere between 35 and like 38 or 39 games yeah now so so it's kind of shaping up, you know, and it's funny too, because since American Thanksgiving, you know, not much has really changed. No, it's just more solidification, yeah, fortification of the teams we're used to seeing and the positions we're used to seeing them. 
Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Not much has changed. I think one of the biggest is probably Edmonton. They were at the very bottom when we first talked about that. Well, yeah, yeah. there were a few spots definitely out. I think, what, they were like seven points out or yeah, something? Yeah, at least, I think, right? Yeah. And I think they were in like the bottom third of the league. Yeah. And they've kind of uh, crept up to like right in the middle now. 17. Well, yeah. Sitting in a wild card right now. So, you know, good on Hitch, man. He got this team going. Yeah. Just yeah, stop them... the partying. No more partying. <laughs> yeah, who's saying that? Who was that? Ference? Yeah, Ference. Yeah. No, no more partying. Like a, team was partying so much, apparently, when he was there. What were they celebrating? Just, you know. They weren't. <laughs> they they were had. drowning their sorrows. Shit, <laughs> we lost again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just, Ference, shut up, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Winnipeg solidified their spot on top here. Four yep. points up, game in hand on Nashville. Yeah, playing tonight against Calgary though. Not surprised though. Winnipeg's been dominant. I expected them there pretty much the whole year. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah, first in the much, West again. It's pretty much what I expected out of the Central. I knew that Colorado, after the start that they had and that top line, I knew they were at least going to be in a wild card. Remember, I said at the start oh, of the yeah. year, Vancouver's probably going to be close to that wild card. I think they're still going to be close. I think they're going to push. I think they'll be close. Um, they're not going to be sitting in one. They're going to have to fight for it right to the end. Well, yeah, that's but the thing. They're a point out right now. They're they're an interesting team and fun to watch, though. They're just, like, yeah. super plucky, you know, and, like, their skills still We're gonna have to developing. See... Yeah. And their goaltending's kind of, like, meh. It's okay, actually. I don't yeah. mind the tandem they have, but... The thing is, it's just, if they're going to make it, who's going to come out? Exactly. And right now it's like looking in the wild card in the West and it's Anaheim with 43 points and then Edmonton with 39. Mm -hmm. Edmonton is tied with Dallas, but fewer games played. And then there's Vancouver at 38 and Minnesota at 37. Mm -hmm. And then it falls off to Arizona. But below that, I think those teams are all kind of... Well, and yeah, anyone below Minnesota, pretty much. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Which and... is unfortunate for Minnesota with Dumba. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, their playoff chances took a hit. Like, Ooh, that injury might have cost him a playoff spot. Yeah, realistically. Like, he's been top gun on their D. Yeah, and he's playing been... one of the best seasons he's ever had. He This has been, like, the year where he really took a step forward and kind of solidified himself playing, like, you know, top pairing minutes, 23 mm -hmm. minutes a night kind of thing. Yeah. I think he was, he might even still be tied for the leader in the lead for goals by defenseman with 12. Yeah, he might be, yeah. And yeah, like, you know, you know, I drafted him in fantasy and I was a little bit skeptical because I was like, I've had him before and he's kind of been sketchy, but he was, he was good to have in and yeah. that's, that's a tough break for them. Uh, that's major. That's gonna, I think you're right. I think that does kill their playoff hopes a lot yeah because he's gone for minimum three months right yeah. so he earliest will come back for like the last two, five games maybe. two weeks will he come year, back it, well, we'll i mean see. it's too early to tell like now. if they're making the playoff push maybe but if they're out he might just take the rest of the year off well yeah, yeah if he's got yeah if he's got to play banged up there's no point in going in if you're yeah. fucking five points out or ten points out yeah if you know you're not making it there's no point in risking it because yeah. you want him back next year healthy exactly he's too young to do that too like and minnesota has a decent enough core that you'd expect them next year to be kind of doing what they've been doing for the yeah. last five six years and that's 
making the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we move over to the Eastern Conference in the wild card race there. It's looking like Boston now with uh, 44 points. And then the Montreal Canadiens at yeah. 43. Yeah, Montreal, they're sticking in there. That's great. Yeah. My uh, my call earlier in the year is definitely not going to happen. I was hoping and kind of not expecting, but I was wanting yeah, Carolina to make it. That That's not going to happen. Uh, there's like teams that... <laughs> I'm like, I'm happy for Buffalo this year because they're like just solid, you know, 47 right. points, the third place in the Atlantic. And it's like, players yeah, you, are starting to develop. Part of me is kind of happy that Carolina's struggling, though, just because we made the trade and like, you the know. Flames and, yeah, the Flames Carolina trade. And it's really showing that the Flames have won that trade. Yeah, yeah flat out. Like, 100%. Hamilton's not having the, the greatest year over there. And. Furley's been good, but he's been injured and yeah, he's been for well, like he had a crazy start on that top line. Yeah, like he was like keeping pace with Lindholm through the yeah. first like almost month of the year. Yeah, um, and that's kind of what I figured too. Like it was nice seeing him have some success, but yeah. I kind of figured you know it is Furland. He's done. We've he's watched had him. those kind yeah. of streaks before, you know. Like, last year, he was scoring up the yin-yang for a bit there, right? Yeah, and then he went, like, all of February without a goal. And exactly. It's like, what is happening? Yeah. That's kind of the player he is, which is what it is. Yeah. Um, the Metro starting to look like the Metro we're used to. Exactly, right. Washington, Columbus, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Which is pretty good for uh, Pittsburgh to... You know, they kind of had a rough start to the year, and they were dead last in the league, in the East for sure. Yeah. And I, they, I might have been dead last in the league at one point. They were playing so badly. I think so. the second week, or they might have been, or third week, they were really yeah, bad. Yeah, like it was, that they was were kind terrible. of a lot of the talk at the beginning of the year was how bad they were playing. But, you know, one of the reasons they're playing well is their new, uh, well, not new, but Gensel's been playing really well, and they've rewarded him right today, just, just today, yeah, with the... yeah. Five year, yeah, five year, thirty mil, yeah, six mil a year, six mil a year. It's a good price. That's a really good yeah. signing for both parties, in my opinion. I I, I agree. I, um, I I kind of thought he was gonna get paid more personally. You um, could see it. I think that's a great contract, realistically, because yeah. he's still getting better, and he's showing that he's like he's a good scorer. Yeah, he's twenty three. Yeah. Um, his regular seasons have been like. I've been okay, but it's his playoffs that I think have really put him on the map, like his ability to produce in the playoffs, and he, they're paying him for that. So. And six mil is pretty good in today's cap world, and hopefully, uh, like last time I was on the podcast, we talked about signing players before they kind of reach that. Before they pop, kind of. Yeah. yeah, and this might be a, totally. a sneaky good one, because he's still, yeah, he's like 23. Right, I think give him a couple more years, he's going to be, he can be a 30-goal scorer. Oh, yeah. So, especially playing with Crosby and Gino, oh, and, right? And like right. he's probably most like most of the time he's gonna be playing with one of them. So, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Get open. <laughs> and I think Pittsburgh was like feeling like because the, they lost Sherry or whatever. And I think they're like those kind of players that have been good supporting roles, right? When they were winning cups, they mm-hmm. they lost them. So, yeah, I yeah, think like they're Kunitz and well, less Kunitz. Because yeah. he got old and well, started but, to suck a bit. Yeah. 
but for a couple of years there, he was good yeah. supporting guy. Yeah. Who else? Well, he made the Olympic team because yeah. right because of Crosby, basically. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like ah, you know how to play with Crosby. Yeah, just, he's used to it. Just yeah. put him in. But yeah, these these wild card races should be interesting. Um, when I look at the Eastern Conference and the teams that are in there now, it's like you can kind of see these teams. Like it wouldn't surprise me if Boston and Montreal or if, or if these eight that are in the playoffs right now make it. Oh yeah, because I have some concerns about the teams that are on the outside looking in. There's, oh yeah, there's some big problem teams in the East this yeah. year. Well, you know? look at New Jersey. Right. What is going on there? Right. Yeah. And you know, at the start of the year, with, the... especially with the season that they had last year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they fought real hard last year. Are they the LA of the East? Like they just can't. Well, win? no, uh, it's not. I don't think it's kind of the same thing because they yeah. have had some struggles yeah. in the past five years, but <laughs> bottom of the league, that's not where you want to be. Obviously yeah. any team and like for New Jersey. Yeah. I, after last season, I was like, okay, they should be pushing for a playoff spot this year. Yeah. Taylor Hall was crazy last year, yeah. Yeah. but like Schneider, I feel so bad for Schneider. Yeah. yeah. Does he have a freaking win yet? Dude, dude, I was looking uh, in fantasy today, and uh, I don't know. I was looking at other people's teams, and whoever has Schneider, I can't remember who it is. Um, I was looking at total season stats because I was trying to scope out trades. Right. And uh, Schneider had point two points on the season. Yeah. On the season. Wow. That's pretty bad. <laughs> so that's just telling you how bad New Jersey's been. Um, well, and like every win has been Kincaid. Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, like Kincaid's been pretty good for them, actually. Like all things considered. Yeah, but Schneider uh, just can't catch a break. Yeah, and Taylor Hall just can't replicate the pretty... season he had last year, where he, I think he was like what forty points clear of second in team scoring. Oh, like right. he had like ninety oh. some points, and then whoever yeah. was second had like fifty points. Yeah, it was like ridiculous, but. Pretty think, tough for him to carry again. Yeah. So I think the East, I mean... Philly's just poopy. Yeah. Ottawa. Ugh. There's just... And all of those teams have got controversies going on too, right? Yeah. It's Ottawa's just not so, good. Ottawa's so broken. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. But in the West, I, I feel like there's a lot more movement that's going to happen. Um, yeah, like, Wolf. Well, look at the Pacific, right? There we yeah. go. There's Vegas. See, and I, I remember right after we were making our predictions, yeah. right? And the week after, I was, because that's when Vegas started to win again. Yeah. And we were all like, oh, right. You can't count out Vegas. And they're, you know, they're pouring it on here now. Yeah. Well, and they're getting more players back, like, every couple of weeks now. They had so many hurt players at the start of the year. Mm -hmm. It's like every two or three weeks, it's like, we got another player back. We got another player back. It's like, uh-oh. All these healthy players are coming yeah. back, like, almost halfway through the year. Well, What's going to happen at the end of the year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they're in third now in the Pacific, so. Yeah, looking good. Boom. Playing back to that uh, Gerard Gallant style that had him so successful last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the wild card in the West is still up for grabs, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, I still expect more from Dallas. Their back mm -hmm. end was so hurt. They just got Klingberg back, but mm -hmm. they're still missing Mathot and Stephen Johns. And I think someone else, uh, Connor Carrick too, I right. think. Yep. So, you know, when they start coming back, you'd expect them to be a little bit better. 
And even Minnesota, right? Like we said with Dumbo, it might cost him, but they still have... It's still Minnesota, right? You know? Yeah, and they're they're pretty consistent, so yeah, we'll see, right? They have games in hand, too. Mm-hmm. Minnesota has games in hand, so we'll see how this playoff picture shakes up, but I feel like the East is more set compared to the West. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, any one of those five teams going Anaheim to Minnesota, any one of them have got a chance, I think. I think Edmonton, I don't know, the way that they're playing with Hitch, too, it's not necessarily going to surprise me if they get a little bit more going. Yeah. Get into that top three. And well, they got... Their team can do it. They definitely have the team that can be better. Right. So, if Hitch can hit the right knob and get him going... You Seems like it's what, working. You don't know what could happen. Yeah. And yeah. they got the best player in the world, right? So... Yeah. He's got an ability to carry them quite far. Yeah. Oh, for yeah, sure. By himself. And Dreisaitl's still there to to help and, and they you just know, need a little bit of goaltending yeah and some of their uh you know some of their free agent ads are slowly they're very quiet ads like koskinen and chase on i was gonna say chase has been playing like top actually and pull yarvi yeah is coming up here now you know they they slotted him in on that top line i don't know if he's still playing there i don't watch enough edmonton oilers <laughs> but i did notice that they slotted him on that top line for at least a game last week or whatever yeah so that's good. That's good for his development too, obviously, because he's supposed to be a really good player. Obviously, yeah, he's what picked fourth. Yeah, fourth, fourth overall, overall right behind uh, Chucky, right? Uh, it was Pugliarvi Olevi. Oh, Vancouver. right, Olevi. Yeah, that D man, Kachuk. Yeah, it's looking good for us. Or right ahead of Kachuk is what I meant to say. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just you know with Anaheim too. I don't know. I think we got to wait and see on that. I could see them going out of the wild card before Edmonton, personally, at this point in the season. Yeah, I mean, Anaheim's... I can't count them out because of all that they've done. Like, you know, they won, like, five Pacific Division titles in a row. Yeah. They know how to win. I was going to say, they know how to get there, right? They have yeah. the experience. Well, they've so been they there They know before. the push that they need to do. Mm-hmm. They know when they need to win. Yeah. And as Flames fans, we know how hard like you know well as much as i hate them it's like they're a tough team yeah well, and it's one of those teams that if you get to the playoffs it doesn't necessarily matter where you're slotted in yeah they they match up pretty well i mean they're they're getting older i don't know how much longer they can do this for like and i think one thing that's helping them a lot is that perry is hurt and his and he's not in the lineup exactly because they have uh you know kasha is playing pretty well and uh, Pontus Aberg has like been pretty good for them too. Right. So it's going to be interesting when Perry comes back, where they slot him, and you know, yeah. they, you know, Perry and Getzlaff are still going to be there for a while. So, well, that's the thing about Anaheim, right? Is that their team hasn't really changed that much, no, nope. barring you know the switch over of youth and everything. But their mm-hmm. core remains pretty much untouched for the most part. Maybe well, like their D pieces have changed a bit. Yeah, but for the most part, and that's that's why you know, yeah, you can't count them out because you never know. Yeah, and they're and they have been able to draft good players, mm-hmm. and you know, and they got most, Gibson. We got they got Gibson too, playing out of his mind this year. He is. He's he probably is. a huge reason why they're why they're even there. Oh, he is. Yeah, because they're for the like first month or so they were winning games they had no business winning. Right. Because he was just like 
stopping everything. Yeah. And they were winning like 2-1. Yeah. And like 3-1 and whatever, one goal games. So Gibson is a huge reason that uh, they are where they are. Yeah. And no, it's scary for all of us Flames, Flames fans. Uh, look how it's set up right now. Flames would have to play the Ducks right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I keep watching that. Uh, here. It's I, just... I do not want that. It's yeah. like all Toronto fans watching where Boston is right now. Right. Where's Boston? Yeah. Where's Boston? It's like all of us in the West are going, where the hell are the Ducks yeah. going to land? Isn't it, isn't it that right now, too? Yeah. It is. I've been, I've... Oh, no, it's not, right? Isn't they're playing it? Buffalo. Oh, they're playing Buffalo yeah, they right play now. Buffalo but it's, you never know what could happen there, right? They get bumped up. Then they play. I don't think they're going to catch Tampa. But I don't think anybody's going to catch Tampa. <laughs> yeah, really. unless... thing is, like, you never know. Yeah, injuries, but Tampa has so many players. Like, Hedman and Vasilevsky both missed time. And well, then Deming won, like, 10 games. Yeah. So, it's like... Uh, they were still... Yeah, nothing really happened. They weren't even worried. Well, I'm sure they were worried, but they reassured themselves pretty damn well. <laughs> yeah. And Deming, yeah, he stood on his head for when he had to. So, yeah. that's really a good thing to have, too. Have a goalie come in like that who is clearly your backup and hasn't played a lot... Yeah. any season and comes in plays steady for however many yeah. games that was and boom it's probably pretty easy to be a backup on like or to be a goalie on that team too when you you have the firepower and well yeah the ability to shut teams down too so. 154 goals scored plus 48 differential like, yeah. that's out of control oh it's crazy everyone just scores like it's just yeah, yeah. and how about that game uh what was it last thursday with the flames and the lightning oh yeah right. oh man that was that was during that was going on during the podcast that's that was... right yeah and we were talking yeah we were talking about the winnipeg and Ta- like tampa is such an exciting team yeah i feel like any game that they're playing is exciting well it doesn't yeah, matter yeah yeah and i think any team well when they travel i think any coach that's playing them goes let's this is going to be a challenge for playoffs this is a good test mm-hmm. so let's let's give it her all tonight and see what happens and they're entertaining games but they're in, they're intense to watch because it could be what happens actually in the playoffs, right? So you don't you don't know what could happen. Yeah. Hopefully not for the Flames because we lost. But <laughs> it was but such a good game. Rematch. That was a really good 04. game. Well, that went that went to shootout too, right? Yeah. Seven which I'm not shootout. a big fan of the shootout ever. Me neither. Probably because the Flames always lose them. But yeah, <laughs> overtime yeah, we don't win it overtime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that is the thing too. It's like everybody knows how good Tampa is. And every single time any team plays Tampa, they're usually playing one of their best games. Like, I've seen it a lot this year. You've seen really yeah. good games against Tampa. Yet, no, we're still winning. Yeah. You can just see how good we are. But we're <laughs> then, then we'll beat you. Yeah. <laughs> and then just go learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's great. The 28-7-2. That is very a impressive. damn good season. Very impressive. Yeah. But, yeah, if we want to... We are going to kind of talk about some disappointments and some surprises this year. We've okay. kind of already, I guess, really brushed over, you know. Yeah, we took a glance, but... The whole bottom, yeah, those bottom three, four, five teams in the East. Like, <laughs> well, we some just... of them, like, I, Ottawa has been a disappointment, but it was an expected disappointment. Exactly, there's some teams. So, like, in out of those, like, bottom six, five teams, it's definitely Philly. Philly what and New Jersey. Hell? And New Jersey, right? Yeah. We're already yeah. kind of talking. But, like, Philly. What the hell? Yeah, what are they doing? 
they going through six goalies. They spent their yeah. whole year's salary cap on their mascot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing they have going for them is gritty. It's the gritty curse, man. And the attention that they get from gritty. Yeah, that's all. That's the only headlines yeah. you see out of Philly right now. It's just like, oh, gritty's doing something stupid again. Yeah, yeah. the cup oh, practices to spend marketing money for him. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just for one season. And it's like, you know, they've gone through a lot of change. Obviously, change the GM, change the coach. I don't know how much mm-hmm. it's going to work, but I kind of felt bad for. Uh, um Hackstall? Like Hextall. Oh, it's like it. the same name. I know, right? <laughs> I'm glad they're both fired, but, then we don't have to get confused yeah. with those names. But like I felt like he actually did a pretty good job drafting players and building up their farm system. And he was taking a very patient approach. Mm-hmm. He's old school, kind of an old school approach. And I felt like it was starting to pay off a little bit because we're starting to see some pretty good players come out of there, like mm-hmm. Sanheim, Provorov, um, Konechny. Goss to spare Carter Hart like yeah. they're they were drafting good players and now I'm just afraid that um Chuck Fletcher is just gonna kind of blow it Disrupt all up and like all. trade Hart and then you know for a goalie that's you know a more here and now type goalie and you know kind of mortgage the future I would hope to God not because this yeah. is one thing that Philly needs bad is a yeah. young good consistent goalie yeah not like we can really put that on Carter Hart yet, but he could definitely be that goalie. Yeah, he's... I would, put, I would love to have Car- like Hart in Calgary. I would, take oh, yeah. a, I would take a chance on him for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so... but we'll we'll see what how aggressive they are, but I'm hearing lots that they want to shake things up and they want to make a push for a goalie now. So yeah. Yeah, I'd have to think that those conversations would include Carter Hart probably right because uh, yeah. depending what kind of goalie you're going to go for yeah. that would be a big piece that yeah. somebody would want back but i feel like they have the pieces you know like that's why i was i felt bad for pieces. hextall because like he he did a pretty good job like you know when they missed the playoffs he drafted good players and mm-hmm. we'll see I, I didn't know much about hextall so yeah it was just, we were talking about that last week, just how brutal the firing of him was. Oh, I know, yeah. Just a shitstorm. Yeah. <laughs> but or... yeah, you go to the West and uh, easiest disappointment in my eyes, easy Chicago. Oh, yeah. What the F? Yeah. What? And pff, you could put St. Louis in that category, I was going to say St. Louis is a little bit bigger for me, because I think we saw Chicago kind of start trending down last year, so this year was a little bit of... We'll see what happens, but St. Louis for me, they were, you know, they made the O'Reilly deal. Yeah, that's um, true. I like their team. Yeah, they shouldn't be yeah. where they are for sure, right? Yeah. And that's like even like LA, it's like they're awful, but yeah. we all, I don't know, I definitely, and I think we all kind of saw that coming too because, you know, Core is a lot older. Yeah, I kind of thought that might happen to Anaheim this year. Yeah. But it happened to LA it, it almost looked like it <laughs> yeah. was gonna happen to Anaheim yeah like I thought they were kind of there. Yeah. yeah but they turned it around I thought after Chicago season last year that they'd be a lot better this year but I'm just mm. I saw them trending down and I know I didn't think they were coming back they probably wanted to be better obviously after yeah. last year yeah but you know those are, some, those are some pretty big disappointments um and as far as like surprises in the west um, I don't think there's any like huge ones where there's teams in playoff positions that you wouldn't expect, like right. maybe Colorado, but still they're like 
pretty damn good. So it's But not... that's the thing about Colorado is this year they're actually doing what they should have been doing for quite a while, I think. Yeah. Like they were underachieving for quite a few years there, except for the yeah. one year they made it with Wah into the playoffs. And what was it like? It was was it last year that they were absolutely terrible, or was yeah. it the year before that they had? Like... Or crap, I can't remember honestly. But they they weren't great last year. Either. I think it was I think it was two years ago when they were like one of the worst teams in history. Right. And then last year they didn't start off well. Traded to Shane, yeah. and then started to gel. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe for them it was some of those. I, I don't know. I've heard, you know, you've heard stories about Duchesne. Yeah. And that, you know, he could be kind of like an Evander Kane kind of cancer. Yeah. But Uber. Obviously, Uber. yeah, the youth the Uber. <laughs> 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 but, you know, like maybe that's what they needed, you know, because yeah, as far as the eye can see, for me, they're going to be a good team. Yeah, and they like, should be for the next. They're a young, good team. Yeah. So, I think uh, Vancouver's been surprising for me too. They've been the a lot better than where they are. We should have seen, yeah, or than was, a lot of people predicted. I was expecting them to be where kind of Chicago, yeah, and I St. thought they Louis would be the last right like six in the whole NHL for most of the season. But watching them play and stuff, they're surprising, yeah. man. Like they're they just push those kids, just play hard. So yeah. it's exciting to watch. And they yeah. should be good. Like they kind of remind me of Calgary a little bit from like a few years ago. Like the Bob Hartley team where yeah. they were just like, oh, they worked Hartley. really hard and like, mm-hmm. so they're, they're a tough out. And we saw it in the first game of the year. We took them super lightly like the Flames did. Oh yeah. And we got our asses handed to us. And that's kind of the thing about Vancouver is they're not too worried about like, well, okay. I'm sure the players, you know, obviously they're like, okay, we, we want to make the playoffs. But from a broader view standpoint, most of that team management and stuff is not worried about making the playoffs this year no well they want to obviously but they just want to see what they're doing right now and that's competing yeah and gelling learning and just like developing taking a step forward yeah as an organization and that's good for all those young players besser yeah pete or petterson you know it's good yeah um in the east we talked about some disappointments but there's some good surprises in the east definitely buffalo Buffalo and Montreal are the big ones for, for me. sure. Yep. Where it's like, because I expect Montreal to to struggle. Oh yeah, I think again that's it's kind of I yeah. figure they're kind of in the same boat as Vancouver, right? Yeah. It's kind of like you know, don't expect much, but here they are. Yeah, and that uh, Domi trade looks real good. Mm-hmm. I think he's fit in well there. He it's like. He really enjoys the spotlight, it seems like. He's got that, like, uh, personality and charisma. Where Just he, like his dad. Yeah, like, he wants <laughs> people to watch him. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, like, Drew Ann, I feel like, is playing a lot better. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kutkaniemi mm-hmm. has been a good good pick. And then, you know, they got Weber back. I was going to say. And Price is he's playing not playing okay. too bad. He got, he's injured for a couple games here, um, but... Man, I mean... Going forward, I don't know what that. It's like, what happened to him, man? Like, it's too bad. I've because he signed that monster deal, and then last year was like pretty rough for him. Like last year was he was a subpar goalie. Yeah, totally uncharacteristic. Yeah, but we'll like, see. He's Carey Price. Like, I'd still put money on. Like, you know, if I had a big game to win, I'd probably pick Price. So yeah. I wouldn't doubt him. But then, yeah, there's the pleasant Buffalo Sabers. Finally. Finally. You know, exactly. 
and you see that I don't know if I'd quite put them in the same kind of category I was talking about with the avalanche but it's kind of the same thing like they should have already been able to be yeah what they are now they should have been good already yeah. exactly but whatever you know better late than never yeah and they you know you let Jack Eichel get a little bit older and mm-hmm. Darlene's been been good from the limited Buffalo games I've watched but... yeah well and he's growing already this year because mm-hmm. at the start of the year he wasn't even close to what he is now yeah and yeah that's the thing about Eichel too is he you can tell now if you watch any Buffalo game he's he is the captain like he leads that team yeah so you know I can't wait to see them play in the playoffs because that's going to be interesting. Yeah. To see a, a young team with like absolutely no experience. Yeah. Be able to compete. It would uh, be interesting to see that um, city in the playoffs mm-hmm. too. Because, you know, I remember 10, 12 years ago, kind of junior high, high school time for us. Like Buffalo was in the playoffs a lot. Yeah. Ryan Miller, Danny Briere. Shatan. Shatan. Yeah. Those teams, like they were in the playoffs a lot. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a pretty rowdy place. Yeah. And you'd expect, like, if Toronto played Buffalo, like, that's pretty close in, you know, proximity. That would be a pretty interesting series because I bet you the Buffalo fans would travel to Toronto, too. Oh, probably. But, well, yeah. if they if could get tickets say, in if Toronto, if, even if you, if you can. live there. Most Toronto <laughs> fans true. go to Buffalo to watch Toronto play. Yeah. I know, but I like Buffalo's a passionate Honestly, sports yeah. city. Honestly, so. Buffalo would probably pull the, if you're a Toronto fan, don't come because you're not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> they would probably, probably do happen. That. Where yeah. do you live? That'll be like the first question. Yeah. No What's Canadians code, in please? the country. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think. Well, remember? Wasn't it? World didn't Juniors they do, or something. Yeah, they yeah. did that. And it was in Buffalo, wasn't it? Yeah, where they wouldn't. Yeah, because too many Canadians Weren't Canadian the World Juniors there last year? Or was no, it the, year it, the last time. So four or five years ago when they did it there? It was like last year or the year before. And they had the outdoor game at the no, it was football before stadium. That. I don't remember. Oh, I think, wasn't it like 2011? It was there also. Um, Canada lost to Russia, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So I think that yeah. time is when they were like, they weren't allowed to like, Bring all their crazy Canadian flags and all that stuff in because it's like America's home building or something. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I mean. They're passionate, so it'd be super interesting to see them in the playoffs, <laughs> sure. especially playing Toronto, just because of I would, you know it's a rivalry. It is there. I would love to see that series. I think it'd be such yeah. a good series. Yeah, and that would do a lot for both teams. A lot of young stars too. Yeah, and Hutton's been good for them mm-hmm. too, for sure. And they've that's yeah. been kind of. An Achilles heel for them, too, has been goaltending in years yeah. past, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, any other surprises? I don't know. Well, there could be, you know, individuals that... Yeah, I was been... going to say, we could move on to some player statistic surprises yeah. and... Well, sticking in Buffalo. Not... Yeah. Got Skinner in there. Right. Very nice fit. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people thought that would be a good fit, but not as good as it's turned out to be. Yeah. Although, you know, Skinner is that, like, I remember, I don't know, uh, I wonder if Sean Monahan finally passed him now for goals, but he was leading that draft year for a long time in scoring. I think Skinner was drafted before Monahan. It wasn't Monty's year? No, Skinner's older. Oh. I think, yeah. As long as it doesn't make... Oh, I don't know. McKinnon was uh, the same draft year as Monahan. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. You can look it up. 
But uh, as, long as, yeah. as long as Skinner doesn't get no headaches or anything, then he's fine. He gets a lot of goals. But he's he got some concussion head. issues for mm-hmm. sure, which is worrisome because he's bad, got a smaller he's so young, frame, right? So yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's been a good fit. They've made some good little adjustments on that team that have really worked out well, mm-hmm. and drafting has been pretty excellent. Realistically, Sam Reinhardt's starting to come around to you yeah so. i noticed that that he was having a much better year when i was kind of yeah looking over that uh their team this afternoon yeah it was 2010 that's when skinner was drafted oh, okay yeah so you're right yeah he's a little older but yeah um oh yeah so well disappointments <laughs> i got some players for disappointments I we think, all know the yeah. first player we're gonna say yeah Mr. James Neal. The real deal. The real deal. Wow. Yeah. Good nickname, buddy. You are a real deal. I'm just glad we didn't trade for him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's just a shitty contract. Not like we gave up players for a shitty contract. It's just like, ah, I just got rid of Brower. It's got to be the pen they use or something to sign. Like, I just don't (laughs) get it. (laughs) If If you're over 30, you have to use this pen, please. Yeah. And then you just... It's Don't. the erasable ink. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't sign his contract. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's an AHL contract. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, but oh my goodness, that is just it. It's and it's just classic Calgary Flames. We've talked about this. Just they always seem to have one shitty contract with a player who's yeah. not supposed to be bad. Yeah, I he mean, was supposed to come in here and you know. Like, He's lock down our scoring. He should have 10, 11 goals right now. Oh, at least, realistically. Yeah. He's got, like, two. Three. Yeah, I think he has three, three goals. Yeah. Like, ugh. Two million bucks a goal. Fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's and Brower has, like, eight goals. Right. Which is Isn't the funny thing. Yeah. Will he beat Brower? We'll find out. Can you He's imagine? He's not on pace, too. Seven goals. If he doesn't beat Brower in yeah. points. We can't buy him out. No, you can't yeah, find no. Him. Unless you want to pay him for the next eight seasons. Here's yeah, a shit ton of money. Yeah. The only thing you could really do... I mean, ideally, he starts playing better. Obviously. And he gets... You know, you got to figure that he's going to. Like, this yeah. can't last... He's been too good time. for too long to be this bad. But, like, you know, you you watch him and you're just like, he just doesn't He doesn't have, have the wheels. And he, yeah. I feel like he's just... His commitment level. He looks lost. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. He just he's out of sorts. Like he seems like almost like he's not trying hard enough. Slash, yeah, definitely not trying hard enough. He doesn't know what he's there. doing. But he's lost. He's like he just doesn't care as much. Maybe he's like, well, I got my money. I don't know. Like you watch him in the building, and you're like, you watch every other player. <laughs> comfortability, man. <laughs> Hashtag comfortability. Yeah, we should use that because that's exactly what that is. You know, it could be. You know, yeah. once you get that big contract, and then. It's like whatever. Yeah. He never goes to the bench all pissed off at himself like John or Ma, uh, Johnny does, right? Or like, like Chucky yeah, well, or John. No one does like Johnny. You don't but... really see. Yeah, you don't see enough emotion out of him. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny always crying. I didn't <laughs> score on that. What the fuck? And then he goes out and gets <laughs> freaking two goals after. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Nice boys, here's some purple Gatorade." But purple uh, Gatorade power. <laughs> that's what uh, Rhett Warner um, called it with Troy Brower. He called it fat cat syndrome. Mm-hmm. Where like you know you're over thirty. You know, in your personal life, things are changing. You're getting mm-hmm. older. You sign that big deal. You buy a house. You're super comfortable. 
and you get fat and you just like <laughs> and you just like you know you start enjoying yourself more and hockey's Hockey's, less of a priority right i was gonna say so you know he's kind of hit it right like that's a big that's his probably his last contract probably oh you, so you, yeah. you know he's like okay i feel you know i'm comfortable my comfortability, comfortability. level is high. <laughs> high high amount of comfortability here <laughs> but yeah you know three goals four assists minus 10 garbage yeah and he should be you know he, you know you could say he's playing on the third line he's not getting the opportunity but that's the thing, yeah, like, I've talked about that, too. It's like, yeah, it's ideally not the right, well, not the spot you want Neil in. But he should be driving that, or, exactly. like, helping to drive that Prove, line. prove it. Like, yeah. you got to put in some quality time. It's like, look at Bennett. Yeah. He's been getting rewarded. Why? He's been playing on the same line as you, Neil, for most yeah. of the year. He's well, proven. And maybe that's something he can do is start agitating more, get involved in a different way. Right. There's more that, you know... Scoring is obviously but that's what all... he's known for, but he's also known for being a pest. Yeah. And he's looked like a, you know, like a wet blanket out there. Like he's just got no emotion and he's just like, eh, whatever. And plus like it, like, look at the team. You don't necessarily need to score, but yeah. put in some effort, do something. Yeah. Push a pile, like face wash a guy, like get suspended, be dirty. <laughs> like, like you know, do the shit that used to drive us crazy when we watched right? him on other teams, where it's like, fuck. Yeah, I like I guy. always hated him when he played for Pittsburgh because he was yeah. he was a dick. Exactly. And he played hard. Yeah. So yeah. But that's not you know. We could talk about Neil for yeah, crash him down every yeah. freaking podcast. <laughs> oh, for sure. But another big disappointment for me, player wise, Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah. What the hell? It's almost like he did the same thing. He came here and said, got my money back. I lost so much over there. Then now yeah. I can just chill out. Who the hell even knows what that guy's thinking? What is he's such a tool, That's in my <laughs> opinion. The guy's a tool. Yeah. He's screwed. Like what just think of his past. He had no interest in trying to win. Yeah. Is what I think. And uh I I just kind of thought, you know, it's like he's thirty five. You just don't see very many thirty thirty five year olds do well i mean we have the pleasure of watching geo but like yeah. it's it's very rare well and especially not playing the nhl yeah. for how like how many years four years five four years. or five yeah. yeah five years yeah yeah so there's five years it's not totally unexpected but you know i expected him to be better but also yeah. his team he started the year well but yeah i just i don't like the fit i never liked the fit yeah it's like that team doesn't need an old guy yeah like uh you know there was i think there was better fits for him he's more of a rush player anyway yeah like i even think new jersey would have been better yeah because you get (laughs) to play with hall and like because they they want him back yeah they probably don't want him you screwed him the history there i don't screwed them out of draft pick i don't even know if yeah they they're probably like fuck no they wouldn't even pick up the phone probably wouldn't work but i just like the fit for the fit wise i could see that's probably a way better fit like even somewhere like carolina or something yeah yeah but that's that one I was, it was uh, it had some red flags when they signed it for yeah, sure. but more positive, more surprises. Thomas Shabbat, yeah, he's oh. been uh, quite the the player for Ottawa, and really just perfect timing too, because Carlson just left, mm-hmm. and that that just fits so well. So oh yeah, and I'm you know it's like I have a soft spot in my heart for Ottawa. I don't know why. I like that team for some reason. Yeah. 
Like, I remember when they went to the finals, I really cheered for them. Right, yeah. So I'm happy that they at least have one bright spot because... It's probably because we're from the West, too, and, you know... Yeah, There's it, not very many Ottawa fans around here too, yeah. so you don't have to like worry about the chirps and stuff. <laughs> but... It's like sure. I don't. It's like I cheer for them, but like almost out of pity. <laughs> <laughs> well, realistically, yeah. Just like, yeah, they're a Canadian team. Uh, come yeah. on. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad for them, and you know, looking at this World Junior tournament, and you know, we're gonna watch Jack Hughes and Capo Caco or Capo. Capo, Capo. I can't remember his name, um, but you know, it should be on Ottawa. Will probably be on Colorado. So, yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. But good for Ottawa and good for Thomas Shabbat. Yeah. Any other uh, surprises or anything we want to talk about? I don't think oh, so. Oh, actually, I do have one. Okay, Morgan Riley. Good call. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, he's. Been I had around. him in the keeper in our keeper pool. And dropped Don't worry, him. Tyler. And I should have kept him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tyler. Tyler's he, he's probably yelling at right now. <laughs> uh, so what about Riley? Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, it's just no a flash one, in the pan, man. There's no way anybody <laughs> saw him doing this. Forty-four points plus twenty-six. The dude's got a legit chance for Norris here. Yeah, it's pretty much him and Geo in the Norris race. I'd say, in my opinion, and yeah. because. The reason why I don't really want to put Shabbat in there is you got to look at a broader picture. Yeah. And I feel like that gets overlooked in Norris sometimes. Points is a lot of it, I feel like. Right. Because um, there were some years that Carlson won it where I really didn't think he should have. Right. There was a But he year... just had like 75 points. So yeah. it'd be like, well, fair enough. But yeah, I, I think Shabbat's not quite there yet i mean he's and you know he's probably got a fucking norris chance in his future and yeah. even this year he's got a chance right yeah no he'll be like top be five top in five, voting yeah. yeah but yeah morgan riley has been very good he's got a legit chance and like i no one saw him i didn't like, either like i passed over him in the in the fantasy draft oh yeah too, and... well like i always you always knew he had a good offensive side to him yeah you knew him as like a kind of a okay player yeah some high-end skill like there, a but... yeah like pretty good young d but he's one of the best d in the league yeah so good on him man because and breaking that was crazy what was it the first 12 games or something yeah breaking bobby Orr's breaking record. bobby Orr's record bobby yeah. Orr. not not bad company yeah so yeah i thought that was a huge surprise of how well he's been playing we all knew toronto was going to be good but i don't think very many people knew yeah. that riley was going to play that good yeah i don't think anyone expected toronto to be this good and like playing this well meshed together in a way uh, except well, for i think a lot of people did i kind of expected i expected them yeah like right where they are yeah because th- that offensive punch is just insane but they definitely gelled together damn well yeah, yeah. we could uh give some honorable mentions to to elias lindholm and Braden oh, Point, yeah. right? Yeah, e- Elias Petterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of players. Good surprises coming out of coming out of nowhere. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, speaking of like uh, trophies and stuff. Um, so we were talking about Norris. Uh, definitely my favorite for the Norris. I think lots of ours. Uh, yeah. shout out to you, Brent. Uh, Geo for Norris, hundred percent. Yeah. I think all of of bleh, all of us Flames fans have seen this year in year out. Yeah. He's like 
he does not look worse. He almost looks like he's yeah. still somehow getting better. Yeah, he always not improves. getting better in my opinion, but like I don't know, he's he's so clutch. He always knows what to do, and he's just consistent too. Like even when he's not putting up points, like you watch him in the D zone, and he's just working his ass off, and he just like players just just he's just on him like glue, and he's just you know trying so hard to separate the guy from the puck or get in the way. Um, of passing lanes and shooting lanes. So it's that defensive mm-hmm. side too that I really appreciate. Exactly. And that's why I think it's, if he keeps this up. It, it's time. You you got to give him to Yeah. Him. And just at the age too, right? Like, yeah, depends. We'll see what Riley does too. Cause you know, if he puts up 80 points as a defenseman, you can't ignore that. Yeah, exactly. Um, But that being said, Gio's on pace for 80 points. Yeah. I don't think he'll get there, but. He just, I feel know. like he's more well-rounded and he's got more of that leadership, oh, yeah. um, those intangibles that you really like. So it'll be really interesting. Yeah, he's my favorite too for the, you know, yeah. the mid-season. Well, he's Mr. Shorthanded uh, this year. <laughs> yeah. what, three shorthanded Scor- goals. Scores in two games back-to-back shorties. Yeah, I think yeah, it's crazy. three shorthanded goals this year. Uh, at least two anyway. Yeah. He might have three. Yeah, because there was the two back-to-backs and I think closer to the start of the season he got one too. Yeah. But yeah. it's like... That well, and that's the thing too, right? And that's the thing about Geo is, you you he knows how to flip the switch from offense to defense. Yeah, and it's yeah. so quick. Like he'll, and it's it's so slight. Like you you see him, and lots of teams, you know, you, they always see Geo back there doing whatever, feeding out breakout passes. He'll he'll feed a nice breakout pass, and all of a sudden he's just like, okay, I'm going. Yeah, he'll like cruises chase. all the way in. He's fucking two on one with someone. Usually yep. Johnny or something, right? Yeah, he'll chase his pass kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And he just gets on it, gets in there, and his shot, he's got such a good shot. Yeah, his wrist oh, his shot. I think it's shot. super yeah. underrated. Like he's... he's so accurate with his shot. Yeah. And it's a hard shot, and he knows how to get it through. If you see him on the point, he's oh, yeah. like one of the best at getting it through, right? Yeah. He's just a very, very smart hockey player, too. Yeah. Undrafted. Crazy. Undrafted. Yeah undrafted in junior as well yeah like there's not so, too many players like that yeah that and would that be just... quite the feat if he won the norris that would be amazing yeah oh yeah quite an achievement for i him. wonder if that would be like the first ever norris winner to like not get drafted uh no i was reading today there was somebody else um well i was in the 60s <laughs> oh. in, the, then, in the 60s yeah. whatever brett was and then he woke up <laughs> yeah. that was brett's Best past life ever. in the 60s yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah that's who i put for the norris mm-hmm. um i think the vesna is pretty um for me it's very much a one horse race and it's pretty much and it belongs to john gibson yeah, yeah. easy yeah. for now yeah he's the and we talked about it earlier how he's the reason the ducks are where they are oh yeah um you know that and that gives him i think mvp votes too right that bleeds into the heart trophy especially too, yeah if they make it to the playoffs at yeah. the, especially at the start of the season he was yeah stealing games for a team that's consistently being outshot um i mean mind you they're getting better but for a team that's generally um losing in the possession game and getting outshot and their goalies getting them wins that's mm-hmm. to me it's like he's definitely going to take home the Vesna if, if he stays healthy I think he's got a he's got to be leading votes right now you yeah. think and you know there's still lots of season left so yeah. you never know but and Vasilevsky will give him a run for his money too yeah 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gibson's a nine two six, and Vasquez's a nine two eight. Yeah, yeah, like so. Gibson hasn't missed any time though. So that's yeah, the exactly. Only difference, right? Yeah. Little difference, right? So Gibson and Tampa's way better than Anaheim. That's true. And it's also crazy, Yaroslav Halak. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? He's been that really just, good. That he, boggles my mind. Yeah, but like he's done this before though like remember when he had that playoff run with with montreal with montreal and like carrie price was like just kind of getting there there. Mm -hmm. exactly and he like took them on that run and then they let him go and we're like oh that was dumb and then it turned out to be a really good (laughs) price was like all world and then i think that's when he went to the islanders halak um i think he went there for a bit uh, i yeah he played for the blues too and like um he played for a few different teams but damn that's impressive Especially, you know, after he hasn't played well in a full season in a long time, and he's, like, outplaying Rask right now. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And also, you know, kind of with, like, you know, the whole getting too many shots, uh, Frederick Anderson, classic. Yeah, that's true. You know, I I didn't even think about him. That's he's always been he has the most wins in the league too and yeah. he's he's relied on so much especially now that they don't have McBackup and they got Sparks. McBackup. They lost Pickard and McBackup. Yeah. It's like you got a young backup now that hasn't, you know, had that much experience. But it doesn't matter because Frederick Anderson loves playing and he loves getting all those shots. Gibson's mm-hmm. actually had more shots than Anderson this year. Yeah. Yeah, Gibson's been under siege. Yeah. Not that, by much. Exactly. But yes. And that just proves yeah. how much of a key that Gibson has been. So Yeah. Yeah, I think we can all agree Gibson. I think most people would yeah. for Vesna. Um how about the Calder? Calder I wonder. Actually, you okay. know we'll just move on. <laughs> yeah. There could be some people pushing Pedersen, but you know, he's amazing. He's yeah. he's probably the next well, he's the next superstar. In the league, yeah, we'll 100%. get it. Yeah, of course he's got to be on a rival for the Flames too. So we got two crazy players now to worry about in our division. Yeah, yeah. perfect. But we got some good players too, so yeah, I'm not too true. worried about it. That's true. Um, yeah, I think Pedersen's pretty much most likely the way the season's going right now. Yeah. He's got that thing locked up. Pretty um, because yeah, Dalene has been he's kind of started slower. Um, like Brady Kachuk's been pretty uh, impactful, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody's been as impactful as Pedersen. Like he's he's a difference maker for sure immediately. And I'm like I think a lot of these other players, Dalene, Kachuk, Kotkaniemi, um, even that Heiskanen in Dallas. I think they'll be good players, yep. but he's he's the best out of them right now. But yeah, for this year, yeah. Um, maybe look at the Selkie. Selkie's always so hard to pick for me. Yeah, usually because it's a little bit off the board of a player too but it's like the patrice bergeron award wouldn't it right. be like monahan? pavel dadsu no, award <laughs> what's that wouldn't it be like monahan <laughs> hey, uh, maybe but he, he's not really like a shutdown yeah like you know it's more of like a he defensive forward yeah, yeah, who yeah. still produces so like backland is more yeah. of that type but he's not in there this year yeah um you gotta think maybe Braden point Mark Stone. You know, that's true. And, Points uh, are actually always back there. That's true. Um, Barkov gets a lot of love yep. for that type of play. Yeah, too. he's a very strong on the puck kind of. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll shut you team. down and then go score a goal. Exactly. Guy, yeah. And yeah, you're right. You know, Point, that's a legit 
Yeah. Yeah, when you watch him. He doesn't him. get too many penalties or anything, and yeah. he plays penalty kill. He plays it all, right? Yeah. And he's hard in his D zone. Yeah. Plays hard on the boards. Yeah. I think that one will be interesting, too, because Bergeron's missed some time. Yeah. And if he doesn't play a full year and, you know, Barkov or Point play a full year, it's probably going to be more between them. Yeah. And Mark Stone, too. Like, you know, he's always mm-hmm. leading the league in takeaways and stuff right. like that. And it's, like, not even close. So yeah. that one, I don't I don't really have a favorite right now. Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's always so tough to say. Yeah. Unless it's, like, a Bergeron year. <laughs> yeah, unless Bergeron like, does what he usually does. And if does. Bergeron didn't get injured. He probably he would have get it, yeah. Right, yeah. like, he was starting off that this year so well, playing with Marchand and past a man. Past like, a man? Holy crap. I don't know, Pasternak. <laughs> Maybe he likes pasta. I don't know. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, Jack Adams. Ooh, Jack Adams. I wonder. Yeah. I think in Calgary we got a pretty good. Uh... Yeah, for sure. Bill Peters could definitely take that. That would be crazy too. That would be two Jack Adams for a Flames coach within what five years. Yeah, it's usually a coach killer too, but. Yeah, I like. Like, I know I don't like that. Bill's done, (laughs) Um, but I think Phil Housley is probably in Buffalo leading. Well, yeah, that's who I would think of because that's usually your prototypical Jack Adams winner is make a team that sucked good much better. Um, But I still think like you, I think you have to throw in like people like. Uh, Mike Babcock and John Cooper because they're on good teams, so there's that. But they're good coaches too. They manage oh, yeah. their lineups well, yeah. and... and that's tough to do when you have lots of star players and you use them and you get the results that they're getting. Or uh, Jared Bednar is that Colorado? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the right name, right? Sounds right. I yeah. always forget his name. Yeah, I just know Jared because that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of Colorado, I think of myself. <laughs> But yeah, you never know him too, right? Yeah, even Paul Maurice too. Yeah, but that one I think uh, Phil is probably going to lean. Yeah, my my kind of clubhouse leader right now. Yeah. Um, what else is left? We kind of talked about about the heart. Yeah. Um, the heart. Gibson, I'm sure, is probably going to be in that conversation. Yeah. I think Ovi has to. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Um. For me, it's it's McDavid. Because right. if you take McDavid off the Oilers, they're a hot pile of crap. Yeah, you know what? And he hasn't won that yet, has he? He won it last year, I'm pretty sure. No. No, that was... Uh, oh, that was Hall. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. An but, ex-Oiler, close. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he did win it, though, once, right? I think two years ago. I think he won it two years ago. Okay. And he won the Art Ross. That's embarrassing. Um... But yeah, if they if they hold on to that playoff spot, yeah, it might be him. Cause he's just so impactful. Yeah, especially for Edmonton. Like, well, look at the points he puts up. Like, yeah, and like at the start of the season, like he was the only reason they were getting wins, getting any points at all. Cause yeah. who the hell else was doing anything on that team at the start? The first ten games or so. I would be pissed if anyone on the Oilers does not pick McDavid. Like, jeez. Oh, are you talking about that? Would be for the yeah. Sorry. I believe that's the uh, Lady Bing, right? I'm yeah, pretty that's sure. like where yeah, the yeah. NHLPA votes. Yeah. yeah, which is always interesting to see that too, right? Yeah, because that's kind of 
I almost like to think about that as more the heart trophy just because that's the players giving the player recognition yeah. yes the all the players exactly yeah, yeah. so but yeah and it, it, that's you know you'd you'd want to like kind of throw in like ranting or something right but you can't even pick an mvp on that team because it's like ranting or mckinnon which one because both of them yeah. are legit they're both your mvps and you could almost kind of throw in Landeskog too, right? But yeah, because Rantanen and yeah, but McKinnon, I feel like because he's a center, he gets a little bit more love for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. He's a little bit more key. Yeah. Um, speaking of points, though, it's probably <laughs> one of those two, and it's yeah. probably Rantanen is gonna end up with this Art Ross, but. You we'll know, see. it's still a long time. Like, we're not even halfway through, and he's already got 59. So who's to say someone can't put up 60 in these last few games yeah. here? And he only gets, what, 40 or something? It's like, oh. Yeah. I foresee definitely, I don't know. I'm hoping for, like, 5, 10 players can break 100. That would be yeah, so sweet. that would be good to see. Like, how long has it been? It's been a long time. It's been, like, almost 10 years, probably, since we've had, like, multiple 100-point scorers. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. It would be nice to see. Scoring this year is up in general, but it is. It would be nice to see one of these guys bust it. Kucherov. Or sorry, several of these guys. Yeah. Like Kucherov, McDavid, Marner. Yeah. They're all up there. Yeah, Marner is out on pace for for a lot. Hundred and <laughs> I don't have it in front of me, but hundred and probably ten or twelve. Yeah. There's a lot like there's a lot of players already over forty five points. Yeah. Ten. 11, 11 players. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then, yeah, Rocker Richard, uh, uh, it's Ovi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. the Ted Lindsay is actually the one you, the NHL and NHLPA. Oh, Ted Lindsay. Yeah, Ted Lindsay, yeah. Lady, what's Lady, Lady Bing? Bing. Lady Bing. Is that sportsman-like? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. With high level? Yes. That's what it is. Player who exhibited the yeah. best type of sportsmanship. Mixed with a high yes. level of play. And or gentlemanly yes. conduct combined with a high standard. High standard yeah. playing ability. Yes. Yeah. Johnny won that two years ago. Right. Yeah. What didn't Gio win an award last year for his community support? Wasn't it's it like King the Mark Fancy? Messier? Yeah, he won the Messier. Oh yeah, the Messier Leadership Award. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that's when did that come into play? Two years ago? Three years ago? Yeah, it's fairly new. I don't yeah. know the exact date, but that's another awesome thing about Gio is because he also won like the like a charity one or whatever, like the Muhammad Ali one or right. whatever like that. Yeah, yeah, ESPN's. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Well, he's like so legit, dude. He's, he doesn't stop when he gets off the he's ice. The he's the best. Like, I don't need sleep. I'm going to go do a bunch of stuff at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, right. He's easily one of the best all-around captains in the league. Yeah. He's just a nice guy. So yeah. nice. Canadian, eh? You know, we've been lucky in Calgary with some damn good captains, man. Yeah. Go from Iggy to Geo. Like, they're both, they're like the same, they have all the same qualities. You Conroy know? Yeah. even, right? Well, exactly, right? So... Yeah. Lanny. 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 <laughs> that fine mustache of his. So fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Can Talked be. about most of those awards halfway through the season. Those are our general favorites. Yeah. Kind of a well, kind of a mid season. The only award analysis. we really didn't talk mm-hmm. about is one. Hmm. The Stanley Cup Award. <laughs> oh. So everyone What's just get one pick. You guys already know mine, Tampa. I said this last year though, and it didn't happen. 
Okay, I'll go then. I pointed to <laughs> Brett, but Brett he just took. But he just, <laughs> I pointed to Brett, but he just stared at me. Um, okay, I'm picking Winnipeg. Ooh, I, uh, I I like it. I think last year helped them a lot. That experience of getting to the third round. I feel like when they got to the third round, they were burnt out and like emotionally exhausted from playing Nashville. Right. So I think they learned from that because mm-hmm. y- you think they're going to play Nashville in the first or second round. Well. It- yeah. on the way to the cup playing in that division it's probably going to be second round yeah as per usual so i think they're better equipped this year and i just i really like their team another year on like hellebuck they're... too yeah and hellebuck hasn't been as good this year mm-hmm. but he's still a you know a, a number one goalie in the league and i i just i like their team and i don't know i, I just i feel like yeah. tampa should have won the cup by now and i agree tampa this is should've... still this, Maybe they can still do it this year, but that's what we were saying yeah. with Washington too, right? That's true. My pick is actually Washington. Oh, repeat. a repeat for Washington. Repeat. Two repeats. Now a I, repeat, like two repeats in a row. I wouldn't have said that though at the start of the year, but watching them up to this point now, I would pick them now. That's a fair pick. Yeah. So we'll like all be we wrong. Said with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably if will. It's be. Tampa Bay and Washington. No, it couldn't be. No, it couldn't be. It could yeah, be in the East damn. final. That was the East final last year. Yeah, I get to go to Orlando, so hopefully something's close to there. <laughs> That's not far from. Actually, I don't know my Florida. <laughs> yeah. that well. Orlando is more. They're not on the coast, right? No, it's kind of just off. So. Yeah. But it's not too far from town. Like you could go to Tampa or whatever. So that's yeah. what I was thinking. Because I mean, same you're in the week. same state. So well, yeah, it's not a very big state <laughs> but I could either. Fly so. back to Washington if I had to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make the trip. You know. Hey, that's an experience. You have to do. But it. yeah, Washington. That could. You I know, like that one. I'm not total. I. That could definitely happen. I yeah, mean, you know, what? wouldn't I, surprise. Like me. I said, I wouldn't have picked them at the start of the year, but watching them and like I watched that Pittsburgh Tampa game, or sorry, Pittsburgh Washington game a couple days ago or whatever. Or when was it? Last it was week? last Wednesday or whatever. That was a crazy game. Mm-hmm. Like, they just never stop those games. They're always so competitive. And it's because yeah. of the two players, obviously. But Yeah, hopefully we get to see another Pittsburgh-Washington series. I always love that series. Yeah, it's too bad we won't see no Philly series of like 9-7, 13-4 right. and yeah. stuff. But... At least we'll have Gritty. <laughs> and his tweets. Or the Philadelphia tweets about him. Yeah, well from there i guess we can kind of do a little preview of the weekend yeah take a look at the see what skeds the skeds here. got going on followed oh, by yeah. a fun game on tuesday new year's day the outdoor oh yeah the yeah. outdoor game first outdoor it's, classics uh, coming up we'll go in order let's go through the weekend so saturday's games there's some good ones to look out Boston for buff. yeah um the flames are taking on vancouver classic we need uh, some redemption here saturday hockey night in canada game yeah um so that should be a good one um you know the the canadians and the lightning that would probably be a pretty good one too with how the the canadians have been playing this year yeah boston buffalo yeah and uh toronto's playing the islanders that should be interesting for taveras oh right i'm sure the toronto media will chew that up although it's only it's in toronto yeah, but still, you know, his first game, I think, playing against them. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. And then the Sharks and Oilers, another, you know, important Pacific Division matchup. Wow, there's only one game on Sunday. One. That seems very odd. That does seem odd. But on Saturday, I think there's like 18 games or 
That's impossible. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, they're Sorry, 15. Yeah. 15 games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a busy hockey night in Canada. Yeah. And America. <laughs> but, yeah, then uh, the classic annual outdoor Chicago game. <laughs> Chicago versus the someone annual. else. Chicago versus somebody. You know, their sixth yeah. appearance in an outdoor game of 25. They should just rip the roof off the United Center and... Just play outdoor all yeah, year. Yeah, why not? It's perfect, actually. <laughs> Screw yeah. the Bears. Yeah, we're taking over the football uh, yeah. stadium. Yeah, that's getting kind of old. Yeah, I'm not like it, it. Got it was cool when they first started doing it, and then they really went hard. Where there was like nine games a year. Yeah, the like, stadium uh, series in Florida going. and California. Yeah. It was like, what is happening? Like, yeah, it's like plus eight degrees Celsius outside. We're playing hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Next thing you know, they'll be trying to move the the ice rink outside in the desert too. Well, right. There is a stadium series this year, and it's Pittsburgh Philadelphia, and it's February twenty third. Okay. So yeah. I think there's only one this year, though. Yeah, and I, I like I don't know. I'm kind of over the whole. Uh, Maybe one or two a year. And, How many are there this year? Two, I think only. There's the Winter Classic, and then there's this uh, Stadium Series game. That's it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And it's got to be one of the lowest. They were doing two for a long time. They were doing two. Well, because weren't they doing... Or they do Two stadium series games. And then they were doing, like, the Winter Classic. What happened to the Heritage Classic? Well, the Heritage Classic's only been every two or three years. They never do it every year. Yeah, and, like, why on earth have we not had an Edmonton-Calgary? Yeah. Yeah. What? An Edmonton-Calgary? What about, like, Winnipeg-Toronto? Even something like that. Yeah, well, they were. They could do outdoor game easily in Winnipeg. I'll tell you, my childhood was playing outdoor. They did it. They did uh, Edmonton, Winnipeg. They did Edmonton, Winnipeg last year. You're right. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, Yeah, they did do Um, it, but like it just seems like Chicago. Like the Flames have done it once. Yeah. Oh, Chicago's sixth appearance when they're. Who wants to go Chicago this year outside? Not me. Be mostly Boston Hopefully, fans, maybe <laughs> a lot of people because they're playing at yeah the Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. That's yeah. a big stadium, stadium. at uh, the Big House, I think it's yeah, called. I'm sure yeah, they pack it. They it's love like a hundred thousand people. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm getting kind of over it. But the thing is, if if Calgary had another one, I would go because it would yeah. be so much fun. Right. Um, and there is talk of uh. You know, I heard that some NH some people from the NHL went and inspected the football stadium in Regina mm. to have oh, an outdoor game there. You yeah. could totally do it, That'd and it would be cool. Winnipeg versus um, either Calgary or Edmonton, I believe. That'd be good and too. Those are surprising rumors, enough. But... There's a lot of Edmonton fans out there, like because I've been there for work, and I think there's probably some Flames fans out there too. There's yeah. Flames fans too, but and I've seen Jets a lot more fans people too, probably because they don't. They don't well, have it's a team. mix, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, they're just stuck in the middle. In the flat ground. Yeah. There's the not a lot of Flames fans out there at all because of the stamps. And China <laughs> does not like the Stampede. Yeah. yeah, but that being said, they probably don't like the Eskimos or the Blue Bombers much better. Yeah. Well, the Eskimos don't kick their ass as bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, I guess that about wraps it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed uh hope you guys had a merry christmas don't forget to check out the uh, bench boys on twitter and on facebook instagram we're on it all thank you for listening